1: Hello, and welcome to Feedback with Earbuds, a podcast recommendation podcast. I'm your host, Arielle Nissenlatt, and I'm the founder of Earbuds Podcast Collective. Earbuds is a weekly email newsletter that sends you a themed list of five podcast episodes, and each week is curated by a different person. Anyone can curate a list. Learn more and subscribe to the newsletter at earbudspodcastcollective.org. On this podcast, we'll follow the format of our newsletter, You'll learn about the curator of the week, their chosen theme, and the five episodes that they've selected as part of that theme. We'll also have some more podcast-related stuff thrown in here and there. Hopefully, you'll find a new podcast or two to check out. So, let's get into it. What are we listening to this week? Today, we want to tell you about our episode sponsor, Dork Tales Storytime a podcast that brings families together to laugh, learn, and delight in a tale well told. Dorktale Storytime features slightly wacky and very geeky retellings of classic fairy tales and inspirational true stories about the hidden heroes of history. Listen to Dorktale Storytime on your favorite podcatcher. This week's Earbuds recommendations come to us from Adele Coleman. Adele is a producer, radio journalist, and podcast creator. Adele worked for SiriusXM for many years, producing a number of shows and specials, eventually taking over as executive producer of the Urban View channel. She is currently the chief content officer at DCP Entertainment, a digital and audio production company dedicated to telling the stories of underrepresented voices. And she co-hosted Feedback with Earbuds a few weeks ago. It's awesome to have her back on the show in some form or another. After we tell you about this week's podcast picks from Adele, we'll share an interview that I recorded with Jordan Gaspare. Each week on the show, we share a chat between me and someone doing something cool in the podcast space. Last week, we spoke with Maya Rose Craig, an ornithologist and activist who has an honorary doctorate. She's 19. Make sure to listen to that episode if you haven't already. She tells us about her podcast, Get Birding, which is the perfect starter podcast for you if you're interested in birding. Today, Jordan Gaspare. She's an audio producer at CNN and an investigative journalist covering the climate crisis and law enforcement. She's also the host and co-founder of Local Switchboard NYC, a local women-led podcast covering the news from New York City's five boroughs. And she's the host of Pot of Madness, a horror comedy podcast that proves that life is mad. As for our podcast recommendations this week, through Adele's Podcast Picks, we learn how important diversity in the podcast industry truly is. Of course, it's important anywhere, but featuring people from all walks of life and their stories is one of the few ways to understand and meet each other where we're at. A note before we get into this week's podcast picks. Usually on earbuds, we feature individual episodes from podcasts. This week, we're trying something new. We're featuring podcasts on their whole. Let us know what you think about this little change. Let's get into this week's podcast recommendations. Adele chose the theme, Underrepresented Voices, Diversity Matters. Why? She writes, In the podcast space, it's important to hear from voices that may not be represented as predominantly as they should. The podcast space is not a cookie-cutter, singularly conceptualized industry, and it should represent the diversity of consumers. Adele chose to highlight podcasts rather than specific episodes, so the world is our oyster. You'll have so many episodes to choose from. Here are this week's Earbuds episodes from Adele. The first podcast we'll be checking out is called Picked Last in Gym Class. Here's the description. Paralympian Lacey Henderson talks to influencers, entrepreneurs, athletes, activists, creatives, and more to converse about powering through life's challenges and finding the humor through it all. Adele writes, I love this one because it shows you that you can overcome adversity and still be powerful and strong no matter what the world tries to say. It also shows that no matter what our challenges are, We all have a common thread and can unite on that space. It's also very funny and relatable. The second podcast is called MIP Make It Plain with Mark Thompson. Here's what this podcast is about. Mark Thompson talks politics, breaking news, social justice, and human rights. Adele says about this podcast, I enjoyed this show because Mark Thompson is not afraid to ask the hard hitting questions to political leaders. He cares about the issues of civil rights in the black community and how the fight is ongoing. He has had some great guests and I loved his Win with Black Women series, which highlighted the black and brown women fight to end voter suppression. Next up, we have the podcast, Democracy-ish. Here's the description. Political analysts, Danielle Moody and Teray discuss the current state of our country's political climate from a black perspective in this honest and unfiltered conversation. Adele writes, I love this show because it shows me I'm not alone in feeling like I'm going crazy in this world that we're in. Tere and Danielle break it down in such a unique way. It's always fun to hear their banter. The next recommendation comes from the podcast, Politics of Food. Christina Gonzalez takes an in-depth look into the intentional politicization, economics, and community impact of food on a global scale. Adele writes, Food impacts more than just our daily nutrition and can be a way to wage wars and control populations. Through conversations with experts and everyday people, we'll learn the true impact of food. And the last recommendation of this week's theme, Underrepresented Voices, Diversity Matters, comes from the podcast, Say Their Name. Here's the description. This is a podcast that shares the stories of loved ones who lost their lives through negative police encounters. Adele writes, The families of those loved ones humanize the headlines by showing who these people were before the tragic event. This is a powerful show. Though we wish we didn't have to keep having these conversations, it gives a unique perspective, not just on who these people were, but what really happened and why their lives matter, not just to their families, but to the communities they were a part of. This was a powerful list of podcasts from Adele Coleman. Thank you for taking the time to share these recommendations with us. We'll have a link in the show notes of this episode to all of these podcast recommendations and more. Now, in addition to our weekly five podcast picks, we also like to spotlight a podcast at the bottom of our newsletter. The idea is that if you have no interest in the podcasts that we mentioned up above, you can still check out the spotlight podcast for some more audio content. Podcasters, if you want your podcast spotlight in our newsletter and on the homepage of our website, we have an application link in the show notes of this episode. This week, we're spotlighting the podcast Financial Feminist. Here's what it's all about. Join money expert Tori Dunlap as she guides you on how to make more, spend less, and feel financially confident in a world run by rich white men. Through solo episodes and special guest interviews, you'll walk away with resources to get, save, and grow money to gain financial freedom and kick some patriarchal ass at the same time. I really like this podcast. I found Tori on TikTok, actually. Her business is called Her First 100K. She essentially advises women on how to save money. And when I found out that she was starting a podcast, I wanted to listen, mostly because I was curious about how... TikTokers would translate to other media and she actually does an incredible job. Her first interview was with somebody that I've been following for a long time named Jane Marie who hosted a podcast called The Dream all about multi-level marketing schemes. Tori interviews Jane Marie about MLMs and how they can be so destructive and how to avoid them and how to stay friends with your friends if they get into these schemes. So definitely check out The Financial Feminist. I recommend it wholeheartedly. Next up, it's time for the interview portion of the show. Today, I'm speaking with Jordan Gaspare. I told you a bit about Jordan up at the top of the show, so let's get into it. Jordan Gaspare, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? I am doing well. Thank you very much. It's good to be here. Glad to have you here. So usually I start off these interviews by asking my interviewees about what they do in the podcast space, but I want to switch it up and jump right into... What are you listening to lately? What are you listening to maybe today? So I really love the podcast Lore. And I'm going to have, though, a side note to
2: that is I have a love-hate relationship. I've never met the host and creator of Lore, Aaron Menke, but I feel like I know him. And I have a love-hate relationship with him that I won't go too much into. But that just shows you the relationship you have with a podcast host as the listener. But Lore is a, a, a show about urban legends And I love horror, and I love urban legends, and uh, I've been listening to that show since pretty much day one. Yeah, that show has been going on for a really long time. There's an Amazon series now. He has books. I'm just plugging for Aaron Minky for some reason, (laughs) but it's a good podcast. Is it fiction? It's nonfiction in the sense that it's urban legends and cases, and I put that in quotes because no one can see me do quote marks. (laughs) So I would say it's nonfiction, but you know, you're talking about vampires still, but the history of that lore looking at real cases of people who may or may not have thought they were a vampire, you know, drinking blood, the history of that. It's fascinating, that episode about the history of people up until like the 20th century in certain countries drinking blood because they thought it had some sort of youth properties.
1: Anyway, yeah, podcasts can really take you on a tangent over here. But yeah, so lore is what you are enjoying right now. Amazing. Amazing. Can you think back to the first podcast that you listened to or one of? Because I know you mentioned you've been listening to Lore for a long time. Yeah. I mean, one of the first podcasts that I listened to and not to
2: sound, I don't know, narcissistic, whatever, was the podcast I created at 18. I wasn't into podcasts when I got into it. So it was mainly in PR affiliate, KUT austin npr station that i listened to a lot and their shows but i hadn't listened to any real podcasts until i was in the production of creating one and then i was told oh you just created a podcast what is a put?" Po- okay what is a podcast but obviously too i think like most people serial was one of the first what i knew of as a podcast that i listened to and enjoyed i'm sure thousands of other people can say the same thing that serial was the first podcast it's- they had listened to
1: it's really amazing how many people point back
2: to Serial. It is. And This American Life, obviously, too. But for a very long time, I even was still just
1: considering that to be a radio yeah. show. Well, what was the podcast that you made when you were 18 that you didn't know was a podcast? <laughs> I mean, it, it was about Texas independent
2: film and, you know, and re-listening to some of those episodes. Uh, yeah, like sometimes
1: don't re-listen to episodes that you created more than a yeah, decade ago. It hurts. <laughs> That's so funny. Your early audio ventures, whether they were creating or listening, have they spilled over into your life now? Do you hear yourself creating echoes of them? Oh, for sure. I mean, especially with the Texas Independent Film one, some of the folks that
2: I I met, you know, at South by Film or whatever film festival that I was going to interviewing people, that I've revisited those folks Some of them I've stayed in contact with and they've fed into other shows that I've worked on as an independent producer and brought them back as guests or worked with them on their shows. So keeping that connection still tight. People I worked with at the campus radio station, I will still encounter in my world of podcasting today. I'm working on a branded podcast and someone goes... Hey, you know, I, I went to Texas state and I said, I did too. KTS, we were there. There's photos of us, like group photos of us together. It's a very small, strange world.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's so nice. Well, Jordan, what are you up to in the podcast space now? We read your bio just a bit ago, but what is something that we can't quite pull from your bio that tells us about who you are? Yeah, I'm obsessed
2: with Superfund sites. That's probably not in my bio. Uh, What is that? So so the climate crisis, everyone, we should look into Superfund sites. They're the most hazardous toxic waste dumps in this country. Uh, The Environmental Protection Agency created a program. I currently live, my apartment complex, on a former Superfund site in Queens. You may as well. A lot of people may live on a former site or live near a current Superfund site. So I'm currently obsessed. Well, I have been actually for a number of years, but uh, yeah, toxic waste dumps.
1: Wow. And are you listening to any podcasts about Superfund
2: sites? Yeah, so well not Superfund sites in particular because I have not encountered a podcast specifically about Superfund sites, which I am working on and trying to create a podcast exclusively about Superfund sites. Um, so if anybody knows of any, I would love to listen to them. Um, so yeah, I'm not listening to, to anything about Superfund sites, but there's plenty of climate related podcasts. There's a whole network called Critical Frequency. Yeah, they do the podcast drilled and Amy Westervelt, who is the founder. I I
1: sing her praises and I bow down. Shout out to my former classmate at Salt, Juliana Bradley, who produces Inherited, which is also on the Critical Frequency Network. Really cool show. So Jordan, what are you up to in the audio space now? Tell us about Local Switchboard NYC. Yeah,
2: so Local Switchboard NYC is a women-led audio collective and we're three years strong. We collaborate with our communities to tell local stories of New York City. So we released uh, our latest episode, maybe a week or two ago at this point, time is elusive to me. But yeah, we're looking at lost spaces uh, due to coronavirus. So I did a segment on the Roosevelt Hotel, which closed down a few months back and I stayed the night there uh before they closed oh my god yeah 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 they have a really iconic sign yes they yeah they used to also have like tunnels that would go to grand central so like you could just get off the train and then go through like walk up a tunnel and go into the hotel if you were staying the night there it was beautiful you know and it closed down and who knows what will become of it
1: (laughs) i'm really i'm into that though the kind of like abandoned old new york scene that's super cool exactly that's what we're aiming for so that's one of your most recent episode series on local switchboard NYC that's with your podcast specifically. What's the larger mission of local switchboard NYC?
2: Yeah. So the larger mission is, uh, you know, part training of the folks in our communities to be able to train them in audio production. And so they can have the skills that they need to be able to create their own stories about the communities where they live. And so by doing that and then airing their content to have a wider network and a platform for, for people to listen. So one of the big issues, at least for me in journalism, is this idea of parachute journalism, journalists coming in to inside a community that they've never been to and reporting on it, don't know much about the community. And sometimes, you know, false narratives begin to be constructed because of that. So really empowering community members to actually tell
1: the stories of their neighborhoods. That's an awesome mission. And so your most recent project within that was this Abandoned Spaces series. Exactly. So how did you get your start in audio? I mean, officially, it was the podcast that you produced when you were 18. Is that right? I guess officially.
2: Yeah, I wasn't getting paid (laughs) for it, but I did go to festivals for free. But
1: my my first
2: real job was at KUT, which is the Austin NPR affiliate. I I was hired on as an intern, and then I was hired on as a temp and stayed on there. And like they really are the ones, I think, responsible for me staying in all of those.
1: That's awesome. And did KUT eventually bring you to WNYC? What brought you to New York?
2: Well, what brought me to New York was actually not audio related. I, I got a job at the Daily Mail or Mail Online. And so that brought me to, and that was me being a reporter or, and I'm putting reporter in quotes too, but yeah, that brought me to New York. It wasn't an audio related,
1: but journalism,
2: journalism brought me to New York, you know, as a way to travel and to have someone pay for my rent for a month. Oh, that's nice.
1: nice. That was nice. We like that. Yeah. Put it on the corporate world. So what are you looking forward to in the audio space, whether that's with local switchboard or something larger that you're working on?
2: Yeah. I mean, what I'm really looking forward to with Local Switchboard and Beyond and other projects that I'm working on is going back to that community aspect and collaborating with communities. And even if I do happen to do something with the Superfund site or any other project that I will do, I really want to collaborate with people. That is what I want to continue to do is collaborate with other journalists or collaborate with other
1: community members on projects. Do you have a wish list for collaborators or collaborations?
2: Really, like right now, Amy, if you're listening, uh, who she knows we've been in contact, whatever. A- I think Amy Westerville with Critical Frequency would be my number one to, to do, especially because it is women owned. And, you know, there's a lot of other aspects of uh, part of Critical Frequency that sort of align with what I'm doing. So
1: what is the first event you would like to put on in the community space that has to do with podcasting? And what do you see going down at this event? Yeah, I would love to see an actual podcast
2: festival that really does focus on playing and and showcasing the work of regular everyday people in the community that are learning podcasting and and, and being in that community itself. So for local switchboard, I would love to take part in something like an on-air fest, but for local audio Hmm. and like grassroots real rough and tumble audio like that would be great and have you know little pop-ups in different communities throughout New York City to start and then beyond
1: well awesome Jordan thank you so much for your time you have been a lovely guest and I've learned so much about the underground of New York (laughs) thank you I appreciate it thank you to Jordan Gosperet for taking the time to speak with me We'll link to all of Jordan's socials and her podcasts in the show notes. And we're back next week with another interview. That's it for this week of Feedback with Earbuds. We're going to wrap it up. Feedback with Earbuds is written by Maya Rubin and me, Arielle Nissenlad. It's hosted by me. It's mixed and put together by Daniel Turek, whose work you can find at robotslap.com. And our newsletter is edited by the amazing Abby Kleonski. Until next week, stay safe and happy listening.